my neighbors have had their Halloween decorations up since the 22nd of August. We live in Australia <laughs> and they've had their decorations and not just like, oh, a jack-o'-lantern, like fucking cobwebs around the entire front of the house, blood splattered all over their fucking garage. It's insane. I'll have to get a photo of it, but it is the craziest thing I've seen. These motherfuckers are so into Halloween. It's outrageous. Since August. 22nd of August. I noted it down because I was like, and what there's the blood fuck? everywhere. Is there a chance that it was just a murder and they're just... <laughs> <laughs> if it was <laughs> just a murder, it is the greatest <laughs> camouflage I've ever seen. It's amazing. Yeah. I haven't Jeez. questioned it once. All right. Well, Hello. Ween, and welcome to your favourite podcast, Brad is a Bad Person. My name is Morgan, I am the host of this podcast, and I ain't afraid of no ghosts. I am joined, as always, by Brad, hello, who did the mash, but not (laughs) as always by Lachlan, who did the monster mash, because Lachlan has been missing ever since our last episode when he exposed a CIA secret. Mm. I'll miss Mm. him. Not a lot, but I will miss him to some degree, you know. Uh, yeah, it'll just be Brad and I tonight, but we're bringing you a very special Halloween special. Exactly. Now, doing a Halloween special as an Australian podcast, you know, this might ruffle a few feathers, but controversial as always. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm ready to, to dive in and take that criticism. Are you excited for this episode, Brad? I am very excited. I've got some, uh, some an interesting story. Obviously, the BPR's coming back. Gonna have the Halloween special one, which I'm very oh, excited very nice. about. Um, you know, obviously we're going to have to take Lachlan's sort of section and just throw it over the shoulders and just get it done. But, you know, in his memory, uh, rest in peace, 2020. Oh, yeah. I, I was drinking a beer before. I should have saved it for cracking open a cold one. Mm. I could have pulled one out for my boy. Exactly. You know? <laughs> a little bit of the 40 to the streets. Oh. Boom. Yeah. It's me. I'm back, motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, I'm missing you less and less. The more you're here. Lachlan, how are you? Uh, I am... I am... Rustled. I am uh, dishevelled. But I am back. From... uh, (laughs) Well, I'm back. Where where did they have you? I don't really want to talk about it. (laughs) Did you go to Germany? I don't want to talk about it. So they had you in some sort of uh, CIA black site, did they? Ain't no CIA black site can hold me. <laughs> did they give you the Abu Ghraib treatment? <laughs> Stack you up on a bunch of other prisoners and put things in your butt? <laughs> That's just a quiet Tuesday night in my house. <laughs> <laughs> well, you must have had a great time. It would have been a holiday. I can't believe your I can't believe your neighbours Brad are fucking going all out for Halloween. Oh, yeah, that's but ridiculous. Like, that's some bullshit. It's, it's not like everybody does a little bit of Halloween, and they're just like the people that put up the ridiculous amount of Christmas lights. Like in Australia, no, like nobody anybody does anything Halloween, and if they do, it's pretty low key. Yeah, pretty tame. low key. It might be like a plastic jack o' lantern at the front or some something. Yeah, like a skeleton hanging on the door. Yeah, no, no, these motherfuckers have gone all out. Like, there's cobwebs all over the front of their house. Nah. They've got this sheet across the, the garage door that is just covered in blood. Um, they've got something <laughs> hanging from one of the street signs, like a dead body or something. I'm, like, it's I'm pretty insane. sure it's just a murder house, Brad. It, it might be just a murder house, but every time mm. I drive past, they're, like, sitting out the front staring at me. That's um, definitely a murder house. <laughs> yeah, they're weird. They only moved in, like, a month ago as well, and, like... <laughs> 
<laughs> they've also taken so it, I mean not like a month as ago as soon so as like they moved two, in it would be like yeah it was like right as they moved in just after that they started doing this wow. but they've got air horns as well and they've taken to like blowing them all the time in random parts <laughs> of the day I'm just like if these motherfuckers could just fuck off that would be fantastic I don't think these are decorations I think these are just awful neighbours <laughs> yeah well they're one of those neighbours as well which we have like two car garages right but they have like six cars so the road is constantly oh. blocked and it's like <laughs> Oh, I fucking hate you. Like, point out of my they driveway. Got that, they got the opposite problem in Post Malone. Do you know that song, Rockstar? It's like, <laughs> yeah. why, you got a six, why you got a 12-car garage when you only got six, six cars? cars? Yeah. <laughs> why you got a two-car garage when you got six cars? Yeah. Oh, yeah. oh, it's so fucking annoying. Like, they're just they're the neighbours you don't want. Everyone else is awesome as well, which is it's just, it sucks so hard. And like, so they just dropped your property value by half. Yeah, well, I mean, neighbors the front end. they've got like eight kids as hell. well. It's like, fuck me. Oh. Hey. (laughs) But yeah, they're going hard on the Halloween thing, and no one else in the street has a single decoration up, so they just look insane. Mm -hmm. It's, it's, uh, they're going to show up as well. I know on the 31st, they're going to come knocking the door all eight of their fucking feral kids. Nah. Probably with air horns. Turn the sprinklers on out the front. <laughs> I'll just be waiting with a hose or something. <laughs> uh. You know, if you become, you know, if you become friends with these people, they're going to be like, "Oh, so how's you doing podcast?" And you're going to be like, "Don't listen, <laughs> don't listen, <laughs> listen yeah. to everything but the Halloween special." I was uh. talking about the neighbors on the other side. Okay, don't worry. About it. <laughs> Those other guys who the decorated other... a house in the street, yeah, <laughs> with eight feral kids. <laughs> <laughs> oh fuck. But yeah, that's yeah. what I've been dealing with while we've been on break. It's just mm. assholes upon assholes. Well, life doesn't stop, does it? Oh, and you know what the kids... Okay, I'm not done yet. i still got a bone to pick with their kids, right? <laughs> you know when you're like, you pull into a street. Oh, skeleton. And there's feral kids just over the street. And you're like, get out of the fucking way. I'm trying to drive here. I've got to navigate <laughs> between your 12 fucking cars that are parked on the road. And there's like enough... There's exactly a car's width of room. So I'm slowly driving through that, and their kids are on scooters, just like skating, scooting in front of my car. Oh. And then I drive past my driveway, and then reverse back into it because you know I want to be able to drive out in the morning. So those fuckers, I start reversing, and they start scootering behind the back of my car. It's like I'm going to kill someone. Run them over, and it's going to be on me. But it's the stupid kids' fault because everyone's like, "Oh, poor kids! Oh, you didn't see the kid coming." I'm just lucky I got cameras yeah. on the back of my car. <laughs> I would have killed about six of them by now. Well, when you got eight kids, I guess you can afford to lose one, so they probably That's right. yeah, they didn't give a fuck. They don't. <laughs> School holidays, all the kids did was just sit out on the street. Like the parents were just like, get the fuck out of the house. They're not working, obviously, because of the fucking you know, lockdown. Ah, I'm just Yeah, I've been dealing with that. I've been keeping it in. I'm so glad I kids got it. Kids probably out. aren't wearing masks. Mm. And welcome back to the Brad's therapy hour. Um <laughs> <laughs> Fred all- is a disturbed person. Yeah. <laughs> I've been uh, I've been bottling all this up, just this slowly filling up the bottle of rage. Uh, <laughs> yeah, it's going to be Halloween night. This, this spooky pandemic. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready to uh, have some ability to leave the house again. That would be nice. Mm. That would be um, fantastic. Because just for our listeners, we are still in a fucking lockdown it's been yeah. it's been how many months now like six months or some shit mm. it's ridiculous well, my it's- sister lives in france and she just messaged me today she said we've had thirty-two thousand new cases today and we're not locking down you guys had what two new cases today yeah 
and we're, and we're still locked down. Like it's <laughs> it's just fucking outrageous. Uh, thank you, Daniel Andrews. You fascist piece of shit. Uh, yeah, it just doesn't I, make any fucking sense. That's, if I had friends or things to do, I would be breaking so many <laughs> rules right now. <laughs> Oh, like the other day on the way home from work, I went to like this um, store, like this ice cream shop, this really good ice cream. And when I got home, Shannon was like, "You're not allowed to go there." And I was like, "It was in, it was within five k's of work." And she was like, "Oh yeah, but you're only allowed to go to stores oh, within your own wasn't one of five the, k's from your house." One of the four reasons to leave home, Morgan. <laughs> and I was like, I was like. If I can't go to the nice ice cream shop and get some ice cream on my way home from work, which doesn't take me out of... I'll fucking blow my brains out, Sarah. I'm ready for this shit to be over. (laughs) Could you imagine living in a world where you're like, oh, I better not go to the ice cream store? We do live in that world. (laughs) Yeah, I know, but like being one of the people who are actually worried about that sort of thing. But he's not going to fucking blow his brains out in his own like bathroom or something because you gotta do it like in public so you send a message like yeah you gotta who take was that people us uh, councilman or whatever who shot himself on tv um <laughs> like that guy uh what was his name i think it had buddy in it or something but bud dwyer bud dwyer that's it yeah you got a bud dwyer just go up to like parliament house in melbourne and just shoot yourself on the steps or something <laughs> <laughs> send a message damn it halloween night here we go. <laughs> Get ready. It'll be a decoration. Oh. Trick or, my last words will be trick or treat. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, all right. So I'll, I'll just I'll introduce the Halloween thing, and then uh, we'll get into this. So Halloween is a holiday that is celebrated in many parts of the world. It originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain, which is spelt Samhain but pronounced Sawun. Of course. Because uh, Gaelic words are impossible to pronounce. Uh-huh. Yeah. And don't they don't <coughs> don't share any phoneticisms with our mm. real no. oh, language. Yeah. They are notoriously <laughs> um, anyway, difficult. Sarwain, where filthy Irishmen would get drunk while dancing around a bonfire in homemade costumes to scare off ghosts. Mm. In the eighth century, the Pope designated November first as a day to honour all of the saints, like for all of them. So Every it was one called of them. All Saints Day or All Hallows Day, uh-huh. and therefore the night before was called All Hallows Eve, later being simplified to Halloween. But just like every other Christian holiday, it has lost all semblance of its original meaning <laughs> and is now just a bit of fun. People carve pumpkins, wear costumes, watch scary movies, go to parties and get shit hammered. Kids go trick-or-treating. It's all a bit of a laugh. And companies love holidays because it's a great chance for them to try to sell you shit that you don't need. Uh-huh. Mm. And that, that is how Halloween has ended up becoming semi-popular and kind of half-celebrated in Australia. Yes. You see, in the land down under, our movies are terrible. Our TV shows <laughs> are absolute garbage. And so all we watch is American shit, which has made us well acquainted with the holiday mm. of Halloween. The traditions, the festivities, the parties, the costumes. It looks like so much good fun, and we want to join in. Each year, shops sell more Halloween garbage. There are more kids out trick-or-treating, maybe not this year, and more <laughs> adults, adults throwing Halloween party. Hey, America it's continues okay because it's- kids can't catch COVID, apparently. So they're allowed to do whatever the fuck they want. They don't have- they're the ones that are going to be wearing masks in their costumes, but they don't have to. Interesting. Uh. 
America continues its cultural dominance of the entire world, and those fighting it continue to lose and get mad and cry. So, Brad, <laughs> Lachlan, what side are you guys on? How do you feel a bit about Halloween becoming more of a thing in Australia? I am on the get mad and cry side of this <laughs> argument. I, uh, I do not want Halloween to be a thing. I don't like it. I think it's stupid. Uh, and, you know, it's, it's just like you said, American culture is just overrunning this country and it's starting to see it in our politics now as well, which is very upsetting. Um, and I don't like it. And if we can put a stop to it, I think that's a good thing. <laughs> well, look, I think uh, the way that you fall is whether you've got a horse in the race or not. So I know I can't go door to door getting free shit. So fuck them. I, I refuse <laughs> to be that teeth that they circle on. Where, But if I was, you know, 16 or lower... I'm on. I'm all for it. I'm on board. I want mm. free shit. So yeah, that's that's um, probably fair. Yeah. So I'm on the get fuck side uh, at the moment. <laughs> um, but you know, if I was younger, I'd probably be yeah, all for it. So. Yeah, I think uh, that's a good point. I think if it had have come over here, um, you know, twenty years ago, I would have been all over it. I would have been all yeah, about absolutely. that shit. Well, like, surely it's a bit of fun. Like, you get to dress up, wear a costume, watch scary movies, eat chocolate. Like, I don't know. It's, it just seems like a good time. I can surely. I can do that stuff anyway. Like, you know. <laughs> Yeah, I know. But, when I, you know, back in my younger, wilder days, you know, 10 years ago when I was in uni, that sort of thing, I used to go to Halloween parties mm. uh, with people from uni, and it would be a good fun. You get to wear, like, a stupid costume. You get shit hammered, as I said. Uh, you know, it's just a good excuse to have a party and uh, wear something. Yeah, but you can you can do that anyway, and it's just about oh, we did making money. We did, but it's like Valentine's Day, right? I don't need a mm. day to tell me to love my wife. I love my wife most of the time already. Okay, <laughs> I love my wife several days out of here. <laughs> I don't need Doesn't some company telling me I need to buy her flowers, and just mm. like this. I don't need some company telling me I need to watch scary movies and eat way too much lollies. I could do that yeah. anyway. Yeah, that's a Saturday night for you. That's right. <laughs> um, yeah, look, I, I, you know, I think that it makes it, you know, the whole Halloween thing makes it just a little bit more special than a standard Saturday when you lay there in your underwear, Lachlan, and just scare your wife. <laughs> um, <laughs> and eat too much chocolate and just moan. Um <laughs> Wait, we've all been there when you're a, a block deep in caramel and you're just like oh, i don't know why i did this to myself but uh, oh, caramel that's not bad that's good stuff i've got, some, I've got some in the cupboard right now overrated it's still good Ooh. you know what's the best chocolate the best caramel marble is marble yeah they just brought it back mm-hmm. marble you reckon I, i'm, I'm partial to the black forest as well um that's okay it's good it's once good. you go black <laughs> you do not go back. So. Um, <laughs> I don't mind a bit of black forest as well. I like the nice little biscuit pieces. Yeah, and, yeah. Um, I don't mind cherry as well. Cherry mm. like a nice, well, you know, cherry lollies. Like, yeah, that yeah, sort of thing. Cherry drops. Um, yeah, but you know, impromptu Brad's power rankings probably. You know, I don't know. Almond's good. Yep. Um, not a nut fan. So. Dream just a regular white's good. <laughs> Caramel milk is good. Then regular chocolate. Regular milk is good, and then marbles just. By far and away the best. So, yeah. 
<laughs> Controversial. I, uh, <laughs> I like to fuck with a bit of old gold. I like that extra cocoa. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, you are an absolute fucking boomer. I like a bit of darkness. <laughs> yeah, what are you, like a eight-year-old woman? Yeah. Like, I, don't, I don't have a really big sweet tooth, so I prefer the less sugary. Like, like that. Uh. I can't eat dream. It's too much for me. It's too sugary. Oh, white chocolate. I, you know, I was a bit more partial to white chocolate when I was growing up, and mm. maybe it was because it was more sweeter. But I remember, like, um, every Easter, I would just get white chocolate and nothing else because mm. I like white chocolate so much. So that was that was good fun. Dark chocolate is just depressing. No, I love it. It's, yeah, it's so dark- sad. If I wanted to eat something bitter, I wouldn't eat chocolate. It makes me feel so grown up. <laughs> yeah. But, I mean, dark chocolate has a time and a place. I mean, time very rarely and a place almost nowhere. But <laughs> it... I, I sometimes eat it. They had that, oh. uh, for a while, they had that dark milk, which was like half dark, half milk chocolate. Oh, was, perfect blend. That was pretty was good. Called. Yeah. Mm. Maybe that's just like that, that, but just straight Worst version of both, I reckon. Mm. Mm. No. Didn't, wasn't a fan. <laughs> okay. <laughs> what other chocolates do you like? <laughs> What's right, Halloween? Well, it's kind of uh, related. We're 15 minutes into this episode and we haven't said anything of any substance yet, so. <laughs> well, no, I told my neighbors to get fucked and I feel like that has a lot of substance. Yeah, okay, so. try. Fair. <laughs> yeah, okay. So I'll, I'll, I'll read the thing. So as we uh, have already got started today, I want to remind everyone. Can you tell that we've follow- been gone for a while? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so before we continue today, I want to remind everyone to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Subscribe on SoundCloud, iTunes, Spotify, wherever you get your podcasts. And if you leave us a nice review on iTunes, we'll give you a shout out during the show to say thank you. Lachlan, do you want to see if we got any more iTunes reviews while I do this? I'm on <laughs> if you want to get in contact with us and suggest an episode idea or just say hello, Ween, please do. We always love interacting with our fans. Oh, God. <laughs> do not do that. <laughs> I hope we get so many like hello messages and then five minutes later it just says ween. <laughs> oh no. Uh, you can do that on our social media or through our website, bradisabadperson.com. If you really, really like us, you can send us some cash through paypal.me slash bradisabadperson to help with running costs. But otherwise, the best thing you can do to support the show is to tell a friend to listen we did get one actually didn't we we certainly did it's from uh aussie (laughs) car guy the review is titled legends five stars uh absolute legends been a staple of my drive home of a sunday for a while now don't give it up best podcast in oz oh thank you i have to agree although On a Sunday, not of a Sunday. I'd... Oh, shut up, you No, that's asshole. come into popular usage in the last, like, ten years, and it really pisses me off. I feel like it's just a typo, mate. He's it just came out of nowhere. Anyway, <laughs> you know, as, as Australians, as I do as well, that any time something's, like, the biggest, most impressive, like, biggest thing in Australia, it never says, like, you know largest swing in australia or biggest drop in australia it always says biggest in the southern Southern hemisphere hemisphere, because there's like nothing else so i feel like this guy should have said i don't know there's some south african podcasters that are doing pretty well so (laughs) we we own this hemisphere let's shut the fuck up we're dicking on every other country new guineans they're uh smashing it isn't there still fucking cannibals in Papua new guinea yeah, that's, sure that's interesting radio, Brad. 
Cracking up in a dead one with the boys. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, anyway, Walker, do you want to get this party started or continue this party by cracking up in a cold one with the boys? Uh. It's time to crack up in a cold one with the boys. <laughs> Morgan, uh, Morgan asked me for all of the the sound clips that we play. He said he was going to make Halloween versions of them. <laughs> And uh, it's the first time that Brad and I are hearing them, so. <laughs> oh, good God. <laughs> Starting to sense the theme. Uh, anyway, I went to the bottle shop looking for something, uh, you know. At first I thought, like, maybe there's, like, a pumpkin beer. Because a lot of, uh, around this time of year in America, they do a lot of pumpkin spice flavoured stuff. Pumpkin ales. Yeah, so I thought I could find something like that. Nothing. So, and so then I thought, all right, maybe there's a beer that's like got a spooky yeah. Halloweeny theme, like something with a, a oh, yeah. skeleton or a ghost or something. Ghost shit pale ale. Uh, nothing. So oh. I really had to, I really had to get my noodle working. Yep. Uh, and I thought at Halloween, people give out lollies. So oh, no. I've gone for <laughs> some lolly <laughs> water. It's a raspberry vodka cruiser. <laughs> oh, I thought you were going to crack open a Skittle Brow then. <laughs> Skittle Brow. <laughs> uh, so this is uh, Pinot Noir from 2275 4.6% I Let's remember sitting these down, yeah, when I was like 15, 16. 15, 16 days ago. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> yeah, it's good. Doesn't taste like alcohol mm. at all. So that was, yeah. that was the cruiser or the breezer? It's a cruiser. Cruiser, yeah. Cruiser. So the cruisers, I feel like, are nighttime. Breezers is a wake up drink. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's a bit more refreshing. People always say that, like, you can't actually taste the alcohol, it just tastes like soft drink, mm. and it actually does. Yeah. Like, uh, it's, it's got, like, a little bit of harshness to it, but it's very, very much just like drinking a raspberry soda. Yep, absolutely. Like, my theory has, if you ever have a big night on those, there's, like, you get a mad hangover or, like, a headache, and it's just purely from the sugar that you're ingesting. Like, yeah, it's probably. so bad. If you, like, you could easily drink 24 of them if they didn't have sugar in it, right? Because they're not yeah. that strong. But- you you have twenty four of them, and then the sugar just puts you into a hypo. And then when you start coming, it is the worst hangover ever. If you have those, oh, they're so bad, just headache, the worst headache. Mm. What percentage is it? Uh, it's four point six. Oh, that's not too bad. Mm. But, yeah, pretty strong. Um, all right. Well, does anyone want to go first tonight? We haven't really discussed this. We're out of <laughs> yeah, practice. Uh, oh, okay. You beat me to it, Brad. All right then. Good. How did how did neither of you say ladies first then? Come on. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Gays second. Um, <laughs> Come on, Brad. It's twenty twenty. Oh yeah, so homosexual <laughs> second. Um, <laughs> we obviously tonight we're doing the Halloween special, and I was uh, racking my brain trying to see if mm. I could uh, find anything of real significance that happened on the thirty first of October throughout history. And I, I couldn't find anything that really piqued my curiosity. 
got the old juices flowing or put the lead in my pencil if you catch my drift. I'm talking about <laughs> erections. Made um, you really bar up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Got me rock hard. So I went back to the drawing board and it occurred to me, you're trying to make things too complicated, stupid. Just do something scary. I was right, like mm-hmm. I always am. There's a million <laughs> scary things out there that will fit the theme of this episode. So this should be fucking easy. I thought about what scares me. Killer whales. Great, but we've done them before. <laughs> Clowns kicking about at night without a circus in sight. No, it's too cliche. And then it hit me. A thought so horrible that I knew I'd found my topic. Oh, man. The Australian Federal Income Tax was established in 1915 <laughs> to help fund the war effort. Noble in intention to keep the crazy Kaiser in his place, but it was warped and distorted into the monster that we know today. More deadly than a thousand Ted Bundys set loose in a thousand sororities. <laughs> it's truly a horrifying subject. In its first 30 years, the tax would expand from a 2.5% tax that would keep the country free to a tax levied at both state and federal levels. Until oh. finally, the Taxation Administration Act was assented in 1953. Our tax used to be 2.5%. Evil enough to make Freddie oh. and Jason blush truly the stuff <laughs> of nightmares. <laughs> but why stop there? Capital gains, goods and services, personal income, corporate, trustee, property, excise, customs, payroll, fringe benefits, and superannuation are some of the taxes we pay to live in a civilized society. I've seen some fucked up stuff in my day, but this is turning even my stomach. <laughs> can I just can I just jump <sighs> in about superannuation there? Because it really mm. grinds my gears. Superannuation <laughs> is a mandatory government program. Mm-hmm. So they make your employer take money out of your salary and put it into superannuation. And then they tax that money. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Now that I'm thinking about this, this might even actually be a bit too fucked up and scary for even me to talk about. Um, I might have to go with something a bit tamer. I think a bit of filicide should hit the spot. (laughs) Being Australian, I've never really experienced a full-blown Halloween celebration. Sure, we get a few families whose kids want to try the whole thing out, but we never get the swathes of children on the streets running around in costumes. The most intense trick-or-treating I've experienced was three separate groups in the one day. To say that it was un- uh, that I was unprepared for that is an understatement. I had to give the kids the chocolate I paid top dollar for from an American importer. Oh, Lucky ooh, little nah. chuckle fucks probably didn't even fucking appreciate it. <laughs> I digress, however. As I've grown up seeing the presumably uh, accurate depictions of a standard American Halloween, one thing has always struck <laughs> me. Just how the whole thing left so many people vulnerable to predation. You've got masked people everywhere, kids running around left, right, and center, going to strange people's houses and eating food from them. It's a killer's wet dream. That's all I can think. If you want to get away with a crime, do it on Halloween. It's almost too easy. Clearly, (laughs) I'm not the only person who felt this way, because as I looked into it, I found a whole plethora of crimes committed on Halloween, many by masked assailants that escaped justice from law enforcement. One... Case jumped out at me there. The case of Ronald Clark O'Brien. In 1974, O'Brien was outwardly to his neighbours a friendly man, happily married to his wife, and her name is spelled, and you tell me how you would say this, D-A-Y-N-E-N-E. I'm thinking Deneen. Deneen, yeah. Deneen. Yeah. And the father of his two kids, Timothy and Elizabeth. Uh, How do you spell that? (laughs) Standard. Um, 
I L I Z A B. No, uh, Z on Halloween. Brad is V. The Americanization continues. Brad said Z. I've always said Z. I'm not going to change that. Lachlan, Lachlan is, but you know Z rhymes when you're singing the alphabet, that, so I think it makes more sense. Yeah, um, doesn't matter. On Halloween, and it means that you can write the word "easy" as two letters instead. Mm-hmm. Yeah, instead of capital E, capital Z, easy. You guys are not making this very upset. EZ for me. Uh, on Halloween, October 1970, uh, sorry, on Halloween 1974, uh, when he went to go kick trick or treating with his kids, one of his neighbours accompanied accompanied him with two of their children. The two adults and four children only managed to visit two streets, however, because the weather had taken a turn for the worse, and they were forced back home. After returning back home, Timothy asked his father Ronald if he could eat some candy he had received before bed. Ronald relented and fetched a pixie stick from Timothy's stash. Ah, come on, Timothy Ronald. struggled to get the powdered candy out of the tube, so O'Brien broke it up for him, and Timothy... I'm just going to refer to one as O'Brien and one as Timothy, because I don't like Ronald. I like using last name, but... Yeah, anyway. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Timothy complained it was bitter, so O'Brien made him a Kool-Aid and sent him to bed. Minutes later, <laughs> Timothy would begin <laughs> to complain of stomach pains before... <laughs> Rushing to the toilet, vomiting, losing consciousness, and beginning to convulse. Violently. I think that's just because they loaded this kid up with sugar. <laughs> well, <laughs> didn't like the pixie stick, so he washed it down with Kool Aid. Like, do you know how mm. much fucking sugar is in Kool Aid? <laughs> yeah, it's vivid, actually. It's more water. It's more sugar than water. Mm. It's like a sludge. <laughs> um, the ambulance arrived, but on route to the hospital, Timothy died. Wow. He died less than an hour after eating the fateful pixie stick. O'Brien and his his wife were heartbroken. What had happened to their beloved child? His health had taken such a rapid turn that surely foul play was the cause. The police police began their investigation immediately and quickly arrived at the conclusion Timothy's candy had been poisoned. It was the Mm. only conclusion that explained his rapid decline. All the candy had been received from neighbours, though, so police asked O'Brien to walk them through their trick-or-treat route. Um... And what, which candy they received from which house. Uh, asked them to point out which candy they received from which house. Who knows that? Mm. Well, it was a different time. It was the 70s. Everyone was friendly. You know, you chat to your neighbours. Here's the candy. <laughs> this is the one who only gives out minties. <laughs> well, the police conducted extensive interviews, but were unable to account for the pixie stick until finally O'Brien pointed out a house on the route. The house belonged to Courtney Melvin, an air traffic controller of nearby William P. Hobby Airport. O'Brien Ooh. told police that they had nearly skipped the house as no one answered the, their knock, but as he was walking away, an unknown person cracked the door open just wide enough to fit his arm out, called him back, handed him five pixie sticks uh, before closing the door quickly in his face. Mm. Got him. Interesting. Fucking got him. For sure. Well, no. Oh. That's a fucking retarded story and no one would ever believe that. The police quickly looked into Melvin's whereabouts, where over 200 people could attest to his alibi, having been at work at the time of the trick-or-treating. Well, Well, Controlling traffic. Exactly. Well, perhaps someone broke into the house and handed the candy out to the kids. Surely someone wouldn't want to do that kind of thing from their own house. It'd be tracked back to them, right? Yeah. Well, Mm. by this stage, the autopsy results were in, and it was confirmed that Timothy had been poisoned with potassium cyanide, to be precise. 
In Ooh. fact, he had enough cyanide in his system to kill three grown adults. That's a lot. You know, you get potassium cyanide poisoning if somebody puts cyanide in your banana. Mm, there you go. Because <laughs> bananas have potassium, in them, I guess. Is that what you're trying to say? Yeah, that's it. Uh, it was at this point the whole Tower of Cards <laughs> fell for Ronald O'Brien. The cost began questioning his friends and dropping that <gasps> cyanide was the cause of death for poor Timothy. Several people remarked that O'Brien had been obsessing over cyanide for the past two years. <laughs> Frequently asking <laughs> questions do. about how much it would take to kill X and how you could buy it, stuff like that. Oh my god! How much would it take to kill a small child? <laughs> Police were even able to find the chemist he had discussed it with. Um, <laughs> he really wanted to know how much it would take to kill a human. Uh, coupled with several life insurance policies, he was found to have on his own oh children. Oh Brian was arrested for the murder oh of his god. son and the attempted murder of four other children. Jesus. Um, yeah, he tried to cash that insurance policy the day his son died. Oh, man. So, did, did Master he handed out? Did he hand out five pixie sticks hoping to kill his son and four other kids so that people would think... It was someone oh, else it was, trying to cover his It tracks. wasn't just this yeah. one kid, so let's not look at just his dad. Eventually, police were able to piece together the events of oh, that Halloween. O'Brien, like the fucking spastic he was, had accumulated over $100,000 worth of debt, which is approximately $550,000 in 2020, marking Ooh. for inflation. He was constantly being fired from stealing from jobs, having worked in 21 different places in the preceding 10 years, Fuck all without hell. the knowledge of his wife. <laughs> O'Brien took the next logical step. Murder his two kids with poison candy on Halloween, and then cash in their life insurance policies, the oldest of which was from January... That ice cold motherfucker had been planning it that long. Jesus. Pay off his debt and live the good life. Child free. Easy as. <laughs> Only it would be too obvious if just his kids died. Way too fucking convenient. Oh no. He'd need to rope in his neighbor's kids and for good measure, hand out a single stick to a kid outside of his group. Oh, oh my god. This ice cold motherfucker actually handed one of his one of the pixie sticks to a passing boy whom he recognized from church. Oh. Unbelievably, the kid tried to open the resealed pixie stick later that night, but gave up because it was too hard. When police found it, he had fallen asleep with it in his hand. Oh, oh my God. He came that fucking close to dying. It's outrageous. Uh, in June 1975, it took a jury just 46 minutes to find Ronald Clark O'Brien guilty of capital Good. murder and four counts of attempted murder. It took them a total of 71 minutes to sentence him to death. Good. Ooh. During his 10-year incarceration... By potassium cyanide in the Ironic Punishment Division. <laughs> <laughs> During his 10-year incarceration, O'Brien was regularly beat by other prisoners and never Good. had a single friend in prison, Good. as they despised him that thoroughly. The other prisoners even petitioned to have a celebration on his date of execution. <laughs> <laughs> For his part, O'Brien maintained his innocence right up until his death in 1984. Unfortunately, he didn't get to ride the lightning. He was, in fact, <laughs> the first person in Texas to be killed by lethal injection. 300 people showed up to the prison to demonstrate for and against his execution. The pro-execution chads yelled trick or treat at the anti-execution beaters <laughs> before pelting them with candy. So a good time was had by all. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> in the end, the press dubbed Ronald Clark O'Brien the candy man. Oh. Uh, and the man who killed <laughs> Halloween. I can't say he did that, yeah. but he certainly was a cunt. Yeah. Be safe this year, people. 
<sighs> there is there is always a panic every year in America, mm. or so I'm led to believe that you know people are going to be handing out poison lollies to your kids. Oh, and stuff yeah, like that. razor so you blades have to be and apples when you're bobbing for apples and stuff like that. Yeah, 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 that sort of stuff. So there's always a panic about that, but I guess it actually happened that one time, and um, that's fucked up. Mm-hmm. Mm. I can't believe that kid almost ate it and he fell asleep. Yeah, well, what I find I think the most fucked up part is that. His son wanted to have the candy pool bed, so he went and got him the pixie stick mm-hmm. and cut it open for him. And, um, you know, he was like, oh, it's bitter. And he's like, don't worry about it. Here, drink this Kool-Aid. Drink like, this Kool-Aid. He knew exactly why it was bitter because it was, he was eating. He filled up the top, like he cut it off at the top, Yeah, filled up the remaining space with just straight potassium cyanide. Oh, my so God. So, he didn't even like mix it around. It was just like straight on top. And, mm. yeah, like, oh, just a fucking ice cold motherfucker. He mm. was planning it since January. Like he was, that's when he took out the first. He's probably planning it way I, before that. I can I can see being against the death penalty, but I can't see going to a child murderer's execution no, and protesting. saying, "Hey, don't kill him." Mm. I know. I'm so- <laughs> I'd be like, right, I'll come back tomorrow and protest. You kill him, and then I'll yeah. come back tomorrow. I'll come back when you're executing the drug dealer. But this guy, I'm not too worried about. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I do love that the, yeah, that the pro-execution people yelled trick or treat and then started pelting the <laughs> anti-execution people with candy. That, that means so they, they bought a bunch of lollies to the protest yeah. specifically for that purpose. Yeah. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> but yeah, he um he did actually have his execution stayed three separate times as well. Like, oh, really? They were pretty, quaint, like, pretty keen to get him dead. So like as soon as his trial finished, they were like, yeah, let's just let's execute do it. him. Here and, uh, and then, yeah, he got, he got a first stay, and then a second stay, and then each stay added about two years to his life. So yeah. ended up getting like an extra six years. Because um, you know, usually you, you, you get the appeal, and it, it, usually if you're going to execute someone, it takes about ten years anyway. But they were Which like keen ridiculous. to get it done after like four. Yeah, <laughs> like, should take like four guy. seconds. Yeah, you are sentenced to death. Mm. Boom. Yeah, that's pretty much how it should work. Yeah. Yep. Um, but yeah, no, nah, that. It was a fucked up dude. To do that to your own kid as well, that's just a special mm-hmm. kind of fucked up. Yep. Um, yep. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing. Killing, I wouldn't do killing that. a kid is bad He's enough. Bad. <laughs> killing yeah. your own kid. Mm. So I don't know how anyone could do that. Yeah. He was father of the year. <laughs> well, I mean, he's uh, he only knocked out one, so he wasn't too good at it, but... Um... <laughs> I guess the yeah, other. Yeah, what happened to his other kid? How come his other kid didn't die? Uh, she just didn't eat the candy. Like, he was, he would have been a bit suspicious if he was like, quick, take this! You know, and tried to jam it down her throat. He went, pretty hey, far, he wants some too pixie far. sticks. Exactly. Well, yeah. surely he would know that they both have to eat them at the same time. Otherwise, one's going to eat it and die, and then the other one won't eat it. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, look, uh, I don't know. I don't know. He was clearly an idiot because he took out uh-huh. life insurance policies and, like, uh, like a ten and twelve year old or something like yeah. I don't. I, <laughs> the only people who take out life insurance policies on kids are people who are planning on killing their kids. Uh huh. Like it's, it's, it's the biggest <laughs> fucking trap. Absolutely. Yeah, kids cost you money. They don't like generate. Yeah, money. yeah you, you don't, don't make life insurance policy on your kids unless they're fucking Macaulay Culkin. <laughs> <laughs> take out life insurance on them, by the way. Yeah. Uh, right, that was very interesting. Do you want to go to the next one? Ah, uh, yeah. All right, exciting. Okay, so Halloween is supposed to be a time of peak spookiness. 
The barrier <laughs> between the physical and spiritual worlds is at its weakest point, <laughs> and ghostly right. and demonic activity is at its height. So, yeah, in that spirit, I decided that <laughs> instead of writing my stuff out ahead of time, I'm going to channel the spirits of the dead <laughs> and act as a medium for their words. So, uh, I, have, yeah, thank you. I have in front of me a Ouija board. How do you spell it? Uh, O-U-I-J-A. Did you post on Facebook about this uh, like a little while ago looking I for did. one of these? I did. Okay, that makes a lot more sense now because at the time I was like, what the fuck is this motherfucker doing? <laughs> uh, yeah, so I have a Ouija board in front of me and I make this announcement to the other side of our mortal plane. If there oh, are any no. ghosts, ghouls, spirits, banshees, demons, poltergeists, <laughs> phantoms, apparitions, wraiths, phantasms, shades, or other non-physical beings floating around here, please mm. use this board to deliver your message. Oh, my God. God. <laughs> Make sure you deliver it in a cryptic way. It's though. actually yeah, moving. Don't be too direct. It's <laughs> actually it's actually moving, guys. The spelling's on the app. It says this is bullshit. <laughs> so the wedge board is nonsense. It's uh, what nothing. are you talking about, mate? It's, it's saying that you're bullshit, like the podcast is bullshit. <laughs> it's nothing. You know, this is an audio podcast. It's not a video <laughs> podcast. You didn't actually have to buy a fucking Ouija board. You could have pretended you had one. <laughs> you did just buy something we can't even see. Look, you guys can see it. <laughs> no, you know, you did buy it. It's big, actually. Yeah. It's quite large. Yeah, yeah, it's bigger than I thought it was going to be. Um... <laughs> You fucking idiot. That's what she said. Uh, so the Ouija board is nonsense. It's nothing more than a novelty. Now, mm. the name Ouija is actually a brand, and I'll get to that in a minute. What this actually is, oh. is a talking board or a spirit board. Uh. It's like how we just say Band-Aid instead of adhesive bandage strip, Styrofoam instead of expanded polystyrene or Taser instead of neuromuscular incapacitation electroshock weapon. <laughs> that's that's the real name for what a taser is. Mm. <laughs> it's like stand back, he's got an electroshock neurotransmitter. <laughs> Don't neuromuscularly incapacitate me with your electroshock weapon, bro. <laughs> it's pretty catchy, actually. Yeah. <laughs> uh, the Ouija board was invented in the US after the Civil War as a means to talk to dead relatives. See, was it invented or discovered? Invented. See, spiritualism okay. was at an all-time high in America in the late 19th century. So people ate this shit up. In 1891, a patent was awarded to the Kennard Novelty Company for the design of the planchette, the triangular piece of wood with a viewing hole that moves around the board. And it blew up. What does that from say? There. Hang on. Does that say Swami? Yeah, this one is a. Uh, it's not a Ouija <laughs> branded board. It is a Swami mystery talking board. Which I think the word <laughs> Swami is probably a racist slur. This one's from 1944. Uh, <laughs> Wait, it's actually from 1944. Yeah, that's not like a genuine antique now. I came from an antique shop. <laughs> oh, mm. can I ask you? Aren't you paid for this? No. Um, now, 
<laughs> this wasn't marketed as a way to summon evil beings. It was specifically said to allow people to communicate with dead friends and family in a friendly, benevolent fashion. This mm. is why Kennard was mm. interested in it in the first place. They wanted to take advantage of all the people who had family members die during the Civil War by offering them a way to keep in touch with their departed loved ones. Good. Yeah, that's crazy. Of Ugh, money. That's it wasn't until 1973 that the Ouija board became associated with demons and nasty ghosts. This is the year that The Exorcist came out. In the film, <laughs> it's a Ouija board that allows Captain Howdy to possess 12-year-old Regan. This is the first time the Ouija board had ever been shown as a way to summon dark entities rather than just saying, what's up to grandma. But oh, yeah. pop culture, being what it is, people latched onto this example and it became the leading use. The name Ouija, I haven't forgotten, is alleged to have come from the board itself. Charles Kennard, <laughs> founder of the <laughs> Kennard Novelty <laughs> Company, claims that he asked the board what it was called and it spelled out the word Ouija. <laughs> now... Before we get a bunch of emails That's from- how you know it doesn't work Because it's just a random bunch of letters no, no. <laughs> Before we get a bunch of emails From people saying Nah bruh, I used a Ouija board one time And I spoke to a ghost Let me clear oh, something God. up It is possible to use a Ouija board And get a coherent message Out of it This is through <gasps> something called The idiomotor phenomenon Basically, our bodies are constantly making tiny movements that we are not conscious of. When you're sitting there waiting for some sort of movement from a spirit, even the tiniest twitch of your muscles can feel like a pull or a push from some otherworldly force. It's the same way automatic writing works, and it's a well-studied phenomenon. Studies have been done with people using Ouija boards blindfolded, and while the planchette does seemingly move on its own, it never spells out any actual words, whereas the same people without a blindfold spell out coherent sentences. <laughs> yeah. I think the blindfold should be mandatory if you're using it to prove it's bullshit yeah. or not. <laughs> so that's it. The Ouija board is bullshit. I got my hands on one and tried it out to prove it. Ash and I used it a couple of nights ago, and it didn't tell us anything. And... We specifically didn't move the planchette to goodbye on the board when we were done, which is supposed to close the gate between worlds and stop your house from being haunted. I know it's only been no. a couple of days since then, but I haven't told Ash once that her mother sucks cocks in hell, so I think it's pretty <laughs> safe to say we haven't let any demons in. <laughs> That's awesome. And um, uh, I just want to say a big thank you to Mary, Morgan's mum, for helping me finally track one of these bad boys down. Um, uh, really? They are a lot harder to find than you might think because people tend to burn them once they've used them. For real? <laughs> yeah. I, uh, I, I made a lot of posts on Facebook trying to get one. And anyone who had had one in the past said they either got rid of it or destroyed it. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. Because I, I specifically wanted a used one, and I, my post said the more haunted, the better, and um, that irked some people. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I, I did. I see you posting in like the local, <laughs> you know, online sales groups, and yeah. I was just like, "What is this motherfucker doing?" But I can confirm his post did say the more haunted, the better. <laughs> so you use those groups for actually selling and buying stuff, not just for trying. Occasionally. 
Okay, he definitely uses it for trolling as well. <laughs> People were getting all upset with me. They were telling me it's not a toy and it's not something to be messed with. And, you know, oh, I thought you were going to say that. Playing with forces I don't I understand. You were say, it's not a I thought toy. you were going to say people were annoyed that you were implying that it could be haunted. Oh, no, no. They were, they were getting upset that I was asking for a haunted one. Like, you know. Yeah. I just want to point out to you that I your was... door behind you has slowly opened the entire time that we were. Oh, my God. <laughs> no, uh... well, I was going to, until you said you wanted a haunted one or a used one, I was going to say, surely this is something that's very easy to make yourself. That's what a lot of people <laughs> just said. Of... They said, make it yourself. But I, I wanted one that already had ghosts in it. <sighs> yeah. Forgive him, ghosts, for he knows not what he does. So it's the last episode we recorded, I uh, provoked the CIA, and now this bonus episode, I'm provoking the undead. So let's, uh, <laughs> let's see who gets all of first. the supernatural. <laughs> yeah, it's a race. Shit, quality, good, good, uh, uh, good stuff, mate. I'm, I'm huh. glad you managed to piss off all the uh, online sales groups. But yeah, Morgs, Morgs, your mum went to uh, went to an antique shop for me that was. Out of my way, but not out of hers. Although she did make a special trip for me, so I, you know, she's what a very nice antique? lady. Did the antique uh, nice. t- antique shop try and like talk it up like it's killed six families and uh, uh, you, know, no. you have to keep it in a locked lead lined case or some shit? I don't believe so. No. Ah, uh, she added. That's what they should do. Like that's good salesmanship. <laughs> this uh, this reminds me of the episode where Brad fucking. Um, Paid money for a psychic. So Brad has spent money on a psychic, which he knows is bullshit, and you spent money on a Ouija board, which you know is bullshit. <laughs> Actually, I spent lo- I spent lo- money on the lottery, which I know is bullshit. Exactly. As well. so, so we're all putting can't money confirm, on though, I got my money. Right. PayPal paid your boy. Ah, excellent. I did that. Yeah. Yeah, I told him it was a fucking joke. It was a fraud, and they took my money back. I willingly signed up for a scam and <laughs> a fraud. I want my money back. Please. Yeah, I bet they didn't see that one coming. <laughs> Uh, uh, you good now, Lucky? Should I go next? Yeah, go for it. Alright, so I'm, I'm going to talk about my strongest connection to the holiday of Halloween. And I am going to do uh, two Brad's Power Rankings. I'm going to do a Brad's Power Rankings of the top five Treehouse of Horror segments oh. and the bottom five Treehouse of Horror segments. Oh, I like it. Both the so, spectrums. <laughs> so we need to decide if we're going to play Brad's theme song because we don't really have to. I can just do it as a <laughs> just as a ranking instead of a power ranking. And um, <laughs> would you guys like to hear the five worst or five best first? Uh, let's go with uh, five, five worst. worst first. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Play or not play the theme song. Whatever you decide, Lachlan. Power ranking <laughs> with Morgan. <laughs> I don't know what it is about that. Oh, but it just adds so much. I might use that all the time. Atmosphere. <laughs> I was gonna say it actually kind of fits the mm. transparenting mm. like vibe already. Mm, yeah. Uh, okay. Top five worst Treehouse of Horror segments. So a few little like establishment rules here. 
I'm only doing the golden era of the Simpsons. That's up until season nine, yep. because I'm sure I, I didn't want to watch thirty Treehouses of Horror up to and, and including especially season nine. Yes, yes, okay. but I didn't want to do like oh the worst segment was actually season twenty three segment three because you guys wouldn't have seen it. Nobody no. cares. It's obviously bad. Yeah. So I'm just doing yeah golden. I hope you understand. Yeah. Okay. Um. So. Uh, Treehouse of Horror started in season two. Mm-hmm. So there wasn't a season one Treehouse of Horror. So when they say like Treehouse of Horror 4, that's the season five Treehouse of Horror. Okay. Treehouse of Horror 7, that's the season eight Treehouse of Horror. I don't know if you mentioned, okay. mentioned this, but for those not aware, Treehouse of Horror is a special Halloween episode that The Simpsons do. Oh, of course. <laughs> well, I did say The Simpsons Treehouse of Horror. So. Did he? Okay. Uh, just a little editor's note while I'm editing here. Brad, actually, no, he didn't say Simpsons Treehouse of Horror, so you can go fuck yourself, my friend. Yeah, but he didn't mention that it was Halloween, but I think that's implied. Halloween special, come on. Oh, I think most people know. Keep up, listeners. I'm just- uh, Keep up. I want to be inclusive. Yeah. So, the the Treehouse of Horror segment, uh, the Treehouse of Horror episode of The Simpsons every year is like a three-segment episode. So, it's not like one Halloween story. It's three different Halloween stories in the episode, and they're all mm-hmm. non-canon. So, like, they don't, you know, yeah, they don't nothing can do. Characters often get killed in yeah. stuff yeah. like that. So they're, stuff not like that. Yes. they're not canon. Yes. They're not canon. Exactly. Okay. So, bottom five. Uh, number five. Rolling on it. Going from what? the fifth worst... To the west. Okay. So okay. This is the fifth okay, west. Okay. Bad, but uh, there are four worse than worse. it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I understand the format. I've been doing it for a while. I'm not a, I'm not a huge Treehouse of Horror fan, so this kind of makes sense. Treehouse of Horror 1, Segment 1, <laughs> Bad Dream House. <laughs> okay. Okay. So, uh, come on. Lamest name ever for an episode or segment. Bad Dream House. The Simpsons move into a sentient house who tries to convince them to murder each other. It's a straight-up rip-off of the poltergeist, and it seemed to be more of a Family Guy style. The reference itself is the joke sort of thing. Uh, that means, you know, there's no joke there. We're just hoping mm. you'll go, oh, yeah, I get the reference, and therefore that's funny. Uh, so, mm-hmm. uh, pretty fucking rough start to the Treehouse of Horror series, um, <laughs> considering this is the first segment ever. Um, talk about a bad omen. Anyway. <laughs> Number four, we're rolling on in. Uh, Treehouse of Horror 6, segment three, Homer Cubed. A bit of a gimmick segment here, oh, not very good. Oh, yeah. That was a bad one. Homer looks weird in the pseudo 3D. Wasn't a big fan of that. No. So, that's the one where Homer, like, slips into the third dimension. And he, you know, yeah. Looks all funny. Yeah, so he goes into that 3D world, he kicks that cone or whatever, and it collapses the thing, and he gets sucked in. Is that yeah. that one? And then he ends up yeah, in, like, okay. a yeah, yeah. dumpster in yeah. the real world. Okay. Anyway, yeah. third worst, uh, Treehouse of Horror 3, segment 3, Dial Z for zombies, or Dial Z for zombies, bro. <laughs> this capped off a truly terrible installment of Treehouse of Horror. Nothing interesting or clever here. The zombies didn't kill Homer because he has no brains for them to eat. Uh. Oof, not good. Um <laughs> Second worst, also Treehouse of Horror 3, segment 2 this time, King Homer. Using the show's characters to tell a historical story or a parody of a fictional story or whatever, I don't like it. You know, this is just straight up King Kong, but with Homer instead of King Kong. Oh, oh yeah, no, I wasn't a yeah. big fan of that one. Yep, yeah. 
It's very, very bad. Now, that being said, I do have to make an honorable mention to a different television show, It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, who did this sort of thing where they use their characters to tell a story from the past or, you know, a fictional story in The Gang Cracks the Liberty Bell. But that was fucking fantastic. They nailed it. They absolutely yeah. nailed that. Whereas most TV shows, when they're like, oh, it's like the Civil War, but with the characters of modern day that uh-huh. you know being yeah. put back in. It's just, I don't like it. Yeah. Like, oh, oh, I mean, it didn't Family Guy made an entire three movie series just replacing the Star Wars yep. things yep. shot for shot using their Family Guy characters. So, yep. you know, I guess it makes money. Yeah. And the joke is like, you know this, but it's a different character. It's like a funny oh, character yeah. in that non-funny role. It's like, that's not funny. Anyway, don't like it. Yeah. Number one, worst Treehouse of Horror segment of all time. Treehouse of Horror 1, segment three, The Raven. I don't know if you guys have seen this. It's a very old season two. It's like yeah. the fourth episode of season two. This story is literally just Lisa reading The Raven poem by Edgar Allan Poe. It doesn't fit the tone of The Simpsons. Having Homer say stuff that makes him sound smart, but using his stupid voice and his angry Homer voice. It doesn't match, and it's weird. The raven with Bart's head is just cringy and embarrassing. Bart- oh, yep. No, I don't know the yep. Yeah. As soon as you said that, it popped in the way. Bart keeps yeah. interrupting the story to make stupid wisecracks. And last but not least, Lisa is the one reading the story to Bart, but the narrator is a man with a deep voice. So is she reading it, or is she not reading it? It is oh. so bad. This is the worst thing The Simpsons did until that Lady Gaga episode in season 23, which was probably the worst thing I've ever seen on television. Wow. What a call there. Hot take. Have you seen Lisa Goes Gaga, that episode? No. No. no I've heard about it. I, I was still watching The Simpsons a long time ago. I, I, I can't. I watched it's like- that episode because it's the worst rated Simpsons episode in its whole history. And I was like, I know it's, it's going to be bad, but it can't be that bad. And I watched it and I was just like, this is, I mean... If, if, if I told somebody I was a fan of The Simpsons and they watched that, they would think I was, like, mentally challenged. They would be like, what is wrong with you if they thought that was mm. what The Simpsons was? Like, if they thought that was a fair representation of The Simpsons, it's just, like, they had the greatest comedy uh, animation of all time in the 90s and then you just fucking ruin it. Uh-huh. It's just... I, I, I've said this before and I'll say it again. The Simpsons died with Phil Hartman um, and... There was a tragedy that his wife went fucking batshit crazy and shot him and killed him. Um, yeah. And uh, the show was... I don't think they were ever the same again after that. Like The day The Simpsons done. Exactly. I mean, you lost some of the most iconic characters. You lost one of the best writers. Um, you also have, like, a prolific comedian who worked uh-huh. in so many great shows yeah. and wrote for so many great comedy movies. Um, yeah, no, it was, it was a tragedy and... I think I don't think the show's ever really been the same, and it's definitely a lot worse now. <laughs> Greatest tragedy of this century. Mm. All right, top Sad. five. <laughs> Should we play the theme again? Let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> do it again. Let's get some value out of this. Brad Power Ranking. That's beautiful. Top five. When you asked me to send you all these clips. And I sent them to you. You said you were going to make it spooky. And then about 10 minutes later, you sent them all back to me. I thought, I wonder what he's done to them. He spooked them up real quick, didn't he? Oh, that's quality. Uh, uh, Five to one, five being the fifth best segment of all time, one being the best segment of all time. Um, Number five, rolling on in, is Treehouse of Horror 5. 
Segment three, Nightmare Cafeteria. Overcrowded detention and lack of meat in the school cafeteria. It's such an obvious solution. So many good laughs in this episode. The ridiculous themed lunches and the something always comes along to save the Simpsons children. What a line. (laughs) Not to mention Willie heroically coming to save the day, but being axed in the back as he is in all three segments of this Treehouse of Horror. They are running a little joke across all three segments. Disagree. that happens. You didn't like that one? Yeah. No, I don't like that one. Oh, really? I think it's quite funny. Yeah. Especially the Uda day, where they're having, like, bratwurst. That was yeah. really funny. When uh, yeah. Principal Skinner was me. like, I guess you could say we killed Jimbo and just <laughs> ate him right there. <laughs> you know, he's trying to be clever with it, and then he just says the exact thing. Anyway, yeah. number four, rolling on in, <laughs> Treehouse of Horror 5, segment two, Time and Punishment. Homer yep. goes back in time and uh, yeah. keeps changing Excellent. the future. Very good episode. Oh, yeah, yeah. Is that the one where <laughs> it's raining donuts? Yeah. yeah. There's the raining yeah, donuts. Yeah, There's the yeah. alternate reality where uh, Flanders is like the overlord uh, mm. of everything. Yeah, it, it's great. And the bit in the episode where Heimlich just gets so mad with this and he goes back in time and he goes, don't touch anything. I'll touch whatever I feel like. And then he starts <laughs> smashing things with a baseball bat and then a mosquito <laughs> flies in out of nowhere and he punches it. It's like a giant <laughs> mosquito. <laughs> It's just so fucking ridiculous. Anyway, that was great. Number three, rolling on in Treehouse of Horror 7. That's right, season eight episode here. Oh. Treehouse of Horror 7, segment three, Citizen Kang. Yeah, Best. that's a good one. Uh, Best yeah. use of Kang and Kodos. Mm-hmm. They were used well in Treehouse of Horror 1, Hungry Are the Damned, which was a great twist on the classic Twilight Zone episode, To Serve Man. But apart from these two uses, Kang and Kodos are just awful. Terrible, terrible <laughs> characters that are never funny or interesting. However, yeah. Citizen Kang was a timely episode. It was genius. Just before the 1996 election, biting a political satire. I saw The Simpsons made a 50 Reasons Not to Vote for Trump video that they just posted on their mm-hmm. Twitter the other day. They Ugh. keep putting out these really, really embarrassing and cringy political videos it's just blatant propaganda with no pretense that they're even trying to make you laugh. And it's just sad. A once great show reduced to absolute garbage, shilling for one party as if it's the good one, and the other party is evil instead of what they correctly implied with Citizen Kang, which is both parties are shit and you're fucked either way. But don't, <laughs> blame, <laughs> but don't blame me. I voted for Curtis. I voted for Curtis. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think I'll vote for a third party. <laughs> Go ahead, throw away your vote. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, don't blame me. I voted for Kratos. Is a is a genuinely classic yeah. Simpsons line, and you say it every time uh, the prime minister or the president does something you don't like. Don't uh-huh. blame yeah. me. Roll yeah. on in number two. Uh, Treehouse four four segment three. Bart Simpson's Dracula. Now, this one was very well introduced <laughs> at the start because Bart is trying to say that they have this other story planned, but it was too scary, so we just threw something together with vampires. Very, very funny. <laughs> so, yeah. anyway, on the way to Mr. Burns' mansion, Marge says, did everyone wash their necks like Mr. Burns asked? <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know why. Uh, that line just kills me every time. And then hmm. Lisa's snooping through the mansion, trying to find out evidence that Mr. Burns indeed is a vampire. And she comes across this um, <laughs> this room, which is called a secret vampire lair. has a glowing <laughs> neon sign that says vampire lair. And she gets down there and there's a book that she looks at. And the book is called... <laughs> Yes, I am a vampire. By <laughs> 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 Mr. Burns. That's Monty Burns. A uh, foreword by Steve Allen. Uh, by, uh. yeah, Steve Allen. Anyway, this, this Treehouse of Horror, Treehouse of Horror 4, was the best Treehouse of Horror by far. And it was just one year after the worst Treehouse of Horror by far. And oh, um, they get there. You know, this is Treehouse of Horror 4. In season five, season five being my favorite season of The Simpsons. So this works perfectly well. Rolling on in, number one, also season five, Treehouse of Horror 4, segment one, The Devil and Homer Simpson. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Homer sells his soul for a donut. The, <laughs> the Devil is Ned Flanders. You have the classic meme scene with the donuts where Homer's, you know, just eating all the donuts and stuff. Yeah. Oh. Lots of funny lines in this. Um, the, uh, the, the jury of the damned, no, what is it? Yeah. The jury of the damned, the 1976 starting lineup of Philadelphia Flyers. They're all there. <laughs> <laughs> it's classic. Hextel in it? Is that Ron Hextel's in there? I don't know. But I, like I also really like the ending of this episode because I think it's what The Simpsons does best, which is funny, but with a sentimental ending. Marge, uh, Homer doesn't lose his soul because it always belonged to Marge. It's great. Uh-huh. Great ending mm. to a story, mm. just like uh, Duffless when Homer gives up beer so he can spend time with his wife. That, mm. was, the best, that was the best segment of Treehouse for I Change my mind. All right. Hey, Do you guys hey. want to change my mind? Do you, I, uh, you disagree? Which, which is it the, the vampire one where it ends up where he like wakes up and it, it's all a dream and then they're like, oh, no, it's the gas that turns you inside out. No, that, that wasn't that one, but yeah. Because <laughs> that always freaked me out, especially like it's with them all dancing at the end. Creepy, yeah. And then, then the dog drags off Bart. That always freaked Ooh. me out. So, um, and the other one that freaked me out was the one with the, which is a take on one of the Twilight Zone episodes with the little gremlin thing at the oh, yeah. on the bus. On the yeah. bus, yeah. yeah, yeah. That was also a, I, I enjoyed that one. Um, freaked me out the way he holds it, Ned's head. And then Flanders is like diddly or something like that. Yeah. He says it all like messed up. Um, those two got me when I was a kid. But yeah, they, there are a few like, genuinely like spooky episodes in there. A few spooky segments. Yeah, a few spooky segments there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, yeah, I can generally get behind that list. I do like the vampire one. I think it's uh, really funny with the super fun happy slide. Oh, that was fantastic. <laughs> and then. Uh, you know, them hovering outside Lisa's window and be like, Lisa, come join. Millhouse <laughs> says, if you say you're a vampire at the theater, you get a free small soda. <laughs> Which you don't actually have to be a vampire for. <laughs> That's so funny. Um, That's a, yeah. There were two that just missed out on the top five lock so maybe you'd replace Nightmare Cafeteria as one of these two. Uh-huh. Uh, fly versus Fly, the one where Homer gets the matter transporter. Oh, yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's a good one. But it turns into a fly. And something just always cracks me off about that one when um, they fucking go to the garage sale and Frick says, <laughs> Good morning, ma'am. Good afternoon, sir. <laughs> it just changed over noon as I was speaking to you. So stupid. Um, and the other one was The Shining. That was a pretty good answer. Mm. Oh, you mean The Shining? 
Yeah. The shinny. That's it. That's it. <laughs> ah, the boy's got the shinny. That's a classic one, too. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, but uh, you guys, in general, how do we feel about the Treehouse of Horror? Do you agree? Do you like... Uh, yeah. Uh, you know, the Treehouse of Horror was one of the really big Halloween things of my childhood, you know. Like, other yeah. TV shows have Halloween specials, but The Simpsons, like, having a dedicated Treehouse of Horror every year, it's like, you know it's coming. It's a big... You know, some some TV shows will do, like, a Halloween episode, but it won't really... It'll just be, like, it's an episode set at Halloween where the characters go to a Halloween party or they, like, mm. go trick-or-treating or something like that. But, like, The Simpsons, it was, like... Here's some non-canon, like crazy, wacky stuff. So it was like a really well, this, big deal. This is this is where we might differ because Morgs, when you were uh, growing up, you had Foxtel, which for those who aren't Australian is like our you know cable pay TV type thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's where you were watching The Simpsons, whereas I and I don't know about Brad, but I, I was watching it on free oh, no, TV. Yeah, <laughs> um, and they didn't play the episodes one they didn't play them in order and two they didn't play them at the right times of year yeah yeah to match up with the events so the treehouse of horror was all over the place yeah it was never around halloween um no I, I've, I've still always enjoyed the treehouse for horror episodes as well um i and i don't you don't remember the bad when you look back at this, like mm. At the golden era Simpsons. You don't remember the bad, you just remember the, the, the ones that made you really laugh. Um, so, like, I, I I still look back on them fondly. I've got that nice nostalgia sheen on it. Um, if I was going to go back and examine them sometimes, I'll uh, maybe I'll see a few cracks in the old veneer there, but uh, I'll still remember them fondly. <laughs> I have yeah. a playlist of seasons two to nine of The Simpsons that I watch on Shuffle uh, a fair bit. And uh, Treehouse of Horror and the clip shows are the only ones that I have removed from that playlist. Mm-hmm. So. Ooh, there there are some good Treehouse of Horror, though. Like, number five number five is a good one. It has You know, you, you said you didn't like it, but has Nightmare Cafeteria, Time and Punishment, and The uh, the Shining one. So, that's mm. a good one. And um, number season five's one, you, you know, the Dracula and the Devil and Homer Simpson. Like... I, I get that they're not as good as the other regular episodes, but I probably wouldn't cut them all out. Or I might look. You know. They're 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 good. They're okay. And if it came on TV, I wouldn't turn it off. But um, I don't think they have the rewatchability that the normal episodes yeah. of The Simpsons have. You know what? I was trying to put my finger on like why don't I like Treehouse of Horror as much as the rest of The Simpsons? Because mm. as I was watching a few of these episodes in preparation, I was like, you know, this is really funny. Like they have really good jokes in them still. It's like yeah. the stories aren't quite as good, but like they have really funny jokes in them still. Like the the one where, you know, uh, another one that could have made the list was the one where Willie um, is like attacking the children in their dreams. It's like a Friday the 13th oh, thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. The start of that is just classic how they, how the parents accidentally conspire <laughs> to kill Willie, like where they're, <laughs> they're like voting down all the things that could have saved him and um, stuff like that. It's just so funny. Um, but, um, I th- I was trying. To, I, I think this is this is my theory that I came up with. I think I don't like the Treehouse of Horror as much because they're like three short stories inside an episode, so they feel really rushed, and mm. like there's no actual story development there. It's just like a quick story with like either a rushed or abrupt ending or like a nonsensical ending just to get ourselves out of this sort of thing. So it's like you know you don't get like a good story out of it. You just get a few yeah. cheap mm. jokes without much of a you know. yeah. 
Just a bit of a I did always I did always like how in the credits they would change the names to like spooky or funny names. That would Did I you know. like that? Yeah. yeah. I think they like should have Matt done it. Groaning instead of groaning. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I did enjoy that as well. Yeah. Yeah. I think they should have done that a couple of times because after it just got really silly, but yeah. Um, like just having the first name, last name, and then something in quote marks in the middle. It was kind of silly. Um, yeah, no, that's lazy, but Matt Groaning, for example. What are we? Yeah, no, but how many, yeah. how many puns I feel can like come the sillier with? it got, the funnier it got, though. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> Um, Third of, yeah. Also, the Treehouse of Horror used to have these. Uh, they called them wraparounds, like something to tie the whole episode together between segments and stuff. And then they just dropped that because it oh. um, cut into the episode a bit. But like in the first, the first one is called Treehouse of Horror because Lisa and Bart are telling each other uh, scary stories inside the treehouse. Yeah. And then the rest are all called Treehouse of Horror, even though that's not the idea anymore. But there's like a party where. Uh, adults are telling stories to the kids and then there's one where mm. the kids are home and they say too much candy and then that makes them have nightmares and the yeah. of their nightmares and stuff like that but then after yeah, a while okay. it was just like you know no pretense of a gave up the like, pretense yeah a theme here it's just three stories mm. um mm. anyway that- i guess you can only do a wraparound so many times would it may not be fucking repetitive dog shit yeah yeah nah, that that was the biggest part of my uh that was the biggest Halloween thing in my childhood, I think. That was, like, my biggest yeah. connection to Halloween. Yep. And, yeah, I, as you said, I had that pay TV uh, when I was growing up, and I'm pretty sure every year around Halloween they would just play, like, the Treehouse Fire episodes all back-to-back, oh. as you would expect. Mm. Well, some of us weren't uh, money bags over here. <laughs> <laughs> so... We got, we got what we were given. Foxtel had The Simpsons and they just went nuts with it. Like, I, I don't know if people will believe me when I tell them this, but in, in during the Olympics, the 2000 Olympics, the 2004 Olympics, the 2008 Olympics, during the Olympics, Fox 8, the, the station, the cable station that had The Simpsons, like mm-hmm. from the minute the opening ceremony started until the minute the closing ceremony finished, it was Simpsons episodes and nothing else. Yeah, like <laughs> seriously, for back. like the the two weeks that the Olympics is on, it's just all day Simpsons, nothing like, else. Why pay for shows that are probably going to have lower viewership? Let's just run the fuck out of the Simpsons. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, uh, uh, win for you, Morgs. It was Obviously, it was brilliant. I loved yeah, it. all those Globo homos at the Olympics. <laughs> you were like Simpsons. <laughs> Three weeks were awesome. Yeah, the globalists at the Olympics. No, I'm not supporting them. I'm supporting the American cultural dominance of the world by watching uh, Treehouse of Horror for um, during the Olympics. Anyway, I also did a Morgan's movie review, so I'll smash that out. Oh, here we go. <laughs> That's wow. Well done. That is beautiful. There's four Morgans and four House. I was pretty proud of that. Um, okay. Hubie Halloween 2020 is a Netflix original movie starring Adam Sandler and his Happy Gilmore love interest, Julie Bowen, who is competing with Jennifer Aniston and Cameron Diaz for the 90s hottie who has held up the best. I, Julie Bowen is the chick from um, Happy Gilmore. Julie right? Bowen got hotter as she got older. She didn't what? hold up. She got more attractive. Wow. She, she's the girl from Happy Gilmore, right? Yeah. The love yeah. interest. And she's yeah. the mum in Modern Family. Yeah. 
Ah, yes. Yeah, yeah, okay. Well, yeah. when I said, and his love interest from Happy Gilmore, Julie Bowen, I think people probably knew oh, that. Oh, <laughs> sorry. I didn't actually hear <laughs> Anyway, she is 50 years old and still a smoke show, so you go, girl. Anyway, Ooh. set in Salem, Massachusetts, Sandler plays a probably intellectually disabled man with a definite <laughs> speech impediment who reports every small suspicious thing he sees to the police, which has led them to refuse to listen to him anymore. This causes a problem on Halloween when Hubie notice some actually for real spooky stuff happening. But with no one believing him, he is forced to take on the potentially supernatural creature or creatures himself. Now, this movie is directed at 13-year-old boys. Don't fool yourself. It's very clear. As much as I love Adam Sandler's Adam Sandler, his movies aimed at children just don't have that great edge that he used to create, that he used to create classics like Billy Madison, Happy Gilmore, Fifty First Dates, I Could Go On. I Will Go On. Mr. Deeds, that's my boy, <laughs> the wedding singer. Still, I'll take an Adam Mickey. Sandler. Yeah, Little Mickey. Still, oh, I'll yeah. take an Adam Sandler kids movie if it's done well. That is still a good deal to me. In Hubie Halloween, there are actually plenty of very funny jokes directed towards adults, which make it worth putting up with all the lame jokes aimed at kids. And given Sandler's latest outputs, it was surprisingly quite good. The highlights included Steve Buscemi's character, who was suspected of being a werewolf. As he is boarding up his house before a full moon, Hubie asks him, How old are you? And Buscemi walks suspiciously slowly towards him before clarifying, You mean in human years? <laughs> Also, there are some excellent side gags with Hubie's elderly mother wearing a different shirt in every scene, seemingly oblivious to the disgusting sexual puns on each of them, such as kayaking gets me wet. Seriously, <laughs> it's like this eight-year-old lady, and every time she's on the scene, she's wearing like this disgusting shirt, and she doesn't get that it's like a disgusting pun. It's really funny. Um, anyway, not a classic... But if you go in with low enough expectations, you'll have a good time. Of all the movies aimed at 13-year-old boys, this is probably right up there. Seven oh, out of ten. All right. Seven out of ten. There Not we bad. Go. I praise. Not bad. I praise indeed. There were, some, there were some moments where I genuinely burst out laughing because it was so funny. Um, mm. After yeah. after watching it, um, right, actually today I was you know finishing off research, polishing things up, and uh, Kara, I walked out and Kara was actually watching it. I saw it because... She, I'm like, what's that? And she goes, oh, QB something or other, because she never remembers the titles of any uh, <laughs> movie she ever watches, which is always fantastic when I ask about it. Um, <laughs> but maybe she can't read, Brad, and you're just shaming her for not being able to read. <laughs> maybe, maybe. <laughs> but I did see uh, uh, Adam Sandler on the screen for a second, and he's got like a stupid mustache, doesn't he? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Shannon yeah. and I, I actually like, had to put that subtitles made me laugh on. already. We had to put subtitles on for like 20 minutes because, yeah, it's, he's, he's like accent and he's like he was like a he was like mumbling and he also had like a boston yeah. accent and it was just really hard and then we got used to it and turned the subtitles back off but anyway mm. this morning i was like oh yeah i've got to write that movie review and shannon's like yeah you better write it and i was like what do you mean and she's like i didn't watch that fucking movie for nothing you have to write a movie <laughs> review about it wow <laughs> she didn't like it that jesus much. christ yeah. <laughs> jesus not enjoy christ. It. yeah, yeah. So, take a breath mate um yeah but you know, it, it was it was made for young boys, not for adult women. So um, that's understandable. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, 
Alright, anyway. You need to come up with something equally as hurtful to say next time you watch one of her dumb fucking chick movies. Which I, like, yeah. I love. I love Miss Congeniality. It's a good movie. Changed my mind. Brad, do you want to do your parodies? Uh, yeah, sure. think I'm actually going to take that into the uh, regular <laughs> segment there. I love it. I love it so much. It's so good. It's so powerful. Just fits. Um, One wolf. Anyway. <laughs> oh, One man wolf. Uh, anyway, so this week's uh, this week's um, uh, power rankings are semi-interactive. Now, I would love to be able to interact with the people at home, but you're going to have to be their surrogate. So I've just sent you a link in the old, uh, the old Facebooks there. Um, and uh, no, hopefully everything goes well. We can put them on, yep, the, on the go. website. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so this week's uh, this week's power rankings are top five sexiest Halloween costumes. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yep. Yep. Uh, so <laughs> if you look at uh, costume number one there that I've linked for you, uh-huh. that is uh, it was recently brought to my attention that Lachlan is a bit down on the old police force. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> being, being the friend that I am, I couldn't help uh, but get his opinion on the special weapons and tactics branch. So if you look at the photos there, she's not actually a police officer. She's a SWAT member. Um, I believe that the uniform is standard issue. Uh, you can see she's got the hat and, uh, and a radio there and what appears to be some sort of belt slash garter combo. Um, so it looks like it's highly effective for <laughs> holding tools on it. Um uh, uh, I can ask you, Lachlan. Are our tax dollars being spent well here? Uh, uh, look, she's doing more valuable work than the actual police, so <laughs> oh, I'm okay with it. If she if she came in for a no knock red, would you let her kill your girlfriend? <laughs> I'd insist on it. <laughs> oh, beautiful! That is that is not what you want to hear, but okay. Uh, <laughs> you got another one for us, man? All right, so that that was number five. Uh, number four here, I'm just sending through now. There you go, number four. Mm-hmm. Um, so number four is uh, ever since the dawn of time, man has thrown his head back, stared at the sky, and yearned to cast off the shackles that chain us to this godforsaken rock. In July 1950, <laughs> NASA launched the Bumper 2 rocket. The date was etched into history, and we've never looked back. Equally important is this silver one piece with the word NASA on it, that's supposed to be a spacesuit, uh, I guess. Either way, the model's world looks at, the model's ass looks out of this world. <laughs> so that is uh, that's, uh, a NASA spacesuit there. I think it'll do well in you the can, vacuum uh, of space. You can see her nipples in this costume, by the way, guys. Um, well, if you go to the, f- uh, what is that, one, two, three, four, fifth picture down there on mm. the left-hand side... <laughs> <laughs> I think they're really targeting the key areas there. Yeah, um, I think so. And if you do the rollover to zoom, holy shit. I can see what you had for lunch. Um, oh, my God. I can't remember. <laughs> I did not realize you could do that. I'm going to use that. Okay. Uh, One small step for womankind. Exactly. So, yeah, head to the website. Hopefully, we'll have these linked with the... Uh, the I, don't, I really Jesus. don't like that outfit, though, I must say. Christ. I don't. It is, I think it's a terrible outfit. And the, Luckily the, um, for you, there's not much of it. The, the chrome-colored <laughs> lipstick is just, like, just really fucking creeped me out. I think that sells it. No, I, it sells it, I hate it. I hate That's that. the, the clear plastic hood. I think that really, really does it. Is that the That's same spacey. model? That'll protect you. I think it's the same model wearing the... Uh, 
The SWAT costume yeah. as well. Could be racist. Well, she's wearing the shit out of it. Um, yes, she is. Uh, all right, so here's uh, his number three. Huh. Um, so this one <laughs> is everyone, everyone loves French mates. It's just a fact. That's, that's this true. year, I suggest giving up on the tiresome whole costume and just getting <laughs> oh the lacy bit at the front. <laughs> this yeah. is ridiculous. Damn. <laughs> I can say I've studied this extensively, and it's an improvement in every single way. Lighter, They've more breathable. The photos on Amazon. They censored the photos because it's basically entirely see-through. This is ridiculous. Bro. Easier to move in. The list gets on. If you're worried about your titties hanging out, don't be. <laughs> Good advice. Hey, there's no advice there. Just don't be. Um, yeah, so as you've uh, pointed out accurately, they've censored in both picture five and two, three, and four uh, everything. Yep. So, yeah, <laughs> I suggest everyone uh, check that one out. It's um, it's one for the, to wear to the family, um, <laughs> the family Halloween. It's only uh, twenty three dollars thirty seven, and mm. with my Prime membership, I could have it here. The day before Halloween. Yeah, yeah. Throw that in the old cart. Uh, there's number three, guys. Uh, no, sorry, number two. Did you know if you're sending something from Melbourne to someone else mm. in Melbourne at the moment, they actually send it interstate to get it sorted and then send it yeah. back because it's quicker? Uh, it's mental. Ridiculous. Uh, Jesus Christ, Brad. Okay, so, so uh, <laughs> number two here. Now, uh, every Halloween, there's one thing that you need to have. It's a Halloween staple. It's a devil. And Halloween wouldn't be complete without the minions of the Dark Lord, and I personally wouldn't want to see a Halloween without this costume in my life. Now, I... you might be saying <laughs> that it's just a black micro bikini with ruffled titty covers, <laughs> and how is that a costume? Well, firstly, fuck you. Second, do you see the bats on the straps? That's a demon. <laughs> All day, every day. That is entirely a demon. I... I think you picked this one, Brad, just because of the model wearing it. Because uh, I know you got that yellow fever. I don't I know if she's, she's Asian. actually Asian, or she's just uh, like wow. Well, she she looks thing. like an anime character. So yeah, yeah. Oh well, she's got a wig on, like a coloured wig on. So I guess you could call that um, Asian. <laughs> Come on, my devil girl! You will be special, no matter you wear it as cosplay costumes, sexy lingerie, yeah. party dress, club wear, or to anime shows. I'm actually okay. someone wore this at a club. Well, anyway, he's uh, number one undisputed sexiest clothing costume. Of, so these uh, have gotten progressively less amount of, amounts of clothing. What's number one going to be? What you're talking about. Oh, my God. So, number one, listen, oh, right. when you say Halloween, the first thing I think about is cows. Speaking now, this of delightful costume <laughs> appears to be inspired by the Holstein breed of cow. Interestingly, they are... Originated in the Dutch provinces of Jesus Christ. And, and are lauded as being the best dairy cows in the world. Also, interestingly, you guys might say that this costume is just a black and white spotted bikini. But I'd like to counter that by drawing your attention to picture three on the left hand side. That is pornography. What you'll see there, gentlemen, is a tail. This the is compliment just is that also wearing. <laughs> I rest my case and move that this inquisition be dismissed, not guilty. Um. <laughs> You're an animal person. <laughs> so head to the website, Play along. Uh, and remember, number one, third picture down on the left-hand side. 
Um, Jesus Christ. I read the description for people here. Super, super kawaii cowgirl with collar ballot. She is your pet. And then at the end, it says, fancy outfit, sexy, fun, cheap. Why not? Suitable to be anime cosplay costumes. Animate outfit for sex. I don't know what animate there means. Animate outfit for sex. I'll be animated if someone walked in wearing that. Temptation, nightwear, clubwear, party dress. Exactly. That is definitely a party dress. So I would wear that the, to any cocktail. If you guys me uh, being, uh, go, go to the, the color selection just under the price and click on color made, which is the first one. Um, <laughs> oh, my God. You could definitely look her. <laughs> Come on! What if you get a color uh, navy blue? Look at that! Holy shit! This gets worse. It's like a Borat thing. Um, <laughs> How is that the same costume? Why is that a, a variation of it? It's nothing. Oh, oh, okay. Last color there. Color white. Second photo down. Jesus Christ, Brad! What is wrong anyway, with you? Um, so the one starting an Amazon like wish list here. Is only twenty eight dollars and thirty cents plus fifteen dollars. Fifteen bucks delivery? Are you kidding me? There's nothing of it. That's why you got to have that Prime membership, bro. Free delivery That's for me. Yeah, twenty eight thirty though. Accuse me of being an autistic robot here, but it's the joke that number one clearly has nothing to do with Halloween whatsoever. Is that the joke here? The it's joke is that they're all, yeah, they're all terrible costumes if you want to wear them out to a party, but they get progressively worse. <laughs> <laughs> I can't believe But they were this. all These were top <laughs> results When I put in Halloween costumes For women mm. uh, Brad I think you're missing One of the keywords here That shows in the link That you sent us you put Oh in sexy Halloween sexy costumes For women Halloween Sorry costumes yeah. for women. Sexy Halloween costumes For women Sorry 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 sorry. Because I was looking up sexy I think the term That you actually were Referencing there <laughs> Was Lolita Japanese Which Brad Has really searched for <laughs> Listen, I, uh, I I stand behind this list, and I'm happy to link all of these on the website so that people can. Yeah, uh, we'll we'll put links up because it's yeah, yeah. not a visual medium. But that the woman in the first photo of the cow costume is so heavily <laughs> photoshopped. Yeah, no, I, I think that's actually a doll. That's a figurine. Well, that's what I was about to say. I thought it was a doll. It has to be. at first. It has to. Oh be. yeah, that it's not. Stuff. That's outrageous. But the face is um, too human to be. I don't know, man. Uncanny Valley. We're there. Uncanny so Valley. Yeah. We've made it. What does Shucky 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 Seti Shucky Shucky Doki Doki mean, Brad? You speak fluent Japanese, I'm sure. I speak fluent weave, yeah. Uh, second Doki picture. Doki is something to do with, like, your heart. Like, you're excited. Um, I don't know what the rest of that means, but there you go. All right. Well, uh, um, do you know, you haven't dropped the, uh, the old note. Context facts, and I really want to hear the theme song for that. So, no context facts for the director. That was worth it for just that. Um, in 1734, a Chinese official was sentenced to death by waste chopping. When cut in two, he remained alive long enough to write the, char- the Chinese character for horrible seven times with his own blood before dying. The Sounds practice like was abandoned as a, as a direct result of this, a decidedly un-Chinese thing to do. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and, and with that, I think we're done. Um, yeah. 
Thank you guys for listening to our 2020 Halloween quarantine special. Um, hopefully we'll be out of lockdown soon, maybe by like March 2021. Um, that would be ideal. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, yeah, as Morgan said at the top, please follow us on our social media presences. Mm-hmm. Please uh, leave us a review. Share these episodes with your friends. And uh, we're still not back to our regularly scheduled programming just yet. But uh, look, you keep your ears open. Something special might just be coming your way soon. <laughs> <laughs> Oddly sexual. It's not my dick. <laughs> it has been. It has been encouraging to have all these uh, people uh, contact us and tell us that they miss us and that they yes. love us and yes. that we're, mm. um, you know, what stops them from ending it all, things like that. So we really appreciate you saying this. Um, you know, we we love uh, hearing from the fans. So yeah, the best encouragement is probably to. Tell us you want us back, and uh, you know we've done the Christmas special the last couple of years, and we just thought, you know, with all this love that we're getting, we should probably do a Halloween episode, even though Halloween is not uh, really celebrated in Australia. Uh, you know, that's your fucking treat, trick or treat. Yeah, you get a treat. There you go, Halloween special. <laughs> you loved it. See you next time. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Give yourselves another treat and go to Amazon and look up Yomo Rio Women's Sexy Anime Kale Bikini Lingerie Lolita Japanese Cosplay Underwear for Sex and go to the third picture <laughs> down on the left hand side. <laughs> Listen, that's just what the ad listing's called, alright? That's not what I looked up. But Yeah, it, actually, this is a good point. If you're at your workplace or something and your workplace blocks uh, you know, pornography as it should, it doesn't block Amazon, so you can just go there. So. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Left-hand side, third picture down, in uh, colour milk, okay? Oh, good God. All right, enjoy. <laughs>